We're doing things a little bit differently with this community story. We're sitting down for an interview with Sonia Saunders, founder of the Muharan Movement. The Muharan Movement is one where Latinas of all professions get together and talk about their ups and downs of advancing in their careers and side hustles. But here's the thing. The word Muharan can mean bigger, thicker women. Sonia was called this as she was pursuing a career in television where thin is associated with success. Here's Sonia's story of how she reclaimed the word and how the Muharan movement came to Milwaukee. My name is Sonia Alejandra Saunders and I am the founder of Muharan Movement. I like to say that I started this community way before I actually launched it. The journey started when I was a very little girl. I've always really struggled with like self-esteem and just really loving myself. I think growing up, it can become something that is a little bit of a tough journey, especially when these things are not really talked about in your family or maybe with the people around you. Strangely enough, when I was little, I felt like I could conquer the world. And I think a lot of us kind of feel that way at a certain point when we're young, right? We have these big goals, big dreams. And right about when I got to like, a teenage years I really wanted to be a singer like that was my main dream and uh, when I got to high school they were like well you know you have to pick a real career and I was like well that's it I want to sing like that's that's going to be my career and I ended up wanting to be a journalist I really wanted to be a reporter and I felt like that kind of had like being on in front of people, but also uh, you could express yourself. And I, I really enjoyed doing that. So at age 19, I decided to audition for Nuestra Belleza Latina, which if you don't know what that is, it's basically like America's next top model for Hispanics. And it's on Univision, which is one of the largest Hispanic networks here in the US. And the big prize that the winner would take would be a one-year contract with the largest TV network. So I felt the largest Hispanic TV network. So I felt that that was just it. You know, that's the ticket into TV and starting this glamorous career. Little did I know that the industry was just really going to give me a big slap in the face. But I went, I auditioned, and from my audition, they told me, hey, you know, if you really want to be successful in this industry, you need to lose weight. And I think that's like the first time I ever heard it from someone that could potentially give me an opportunity in what I really, really wanted to pursue. And it was really hard at 19 to hear that. But I continued, I persevered, and I went ahead and lost the weight. They gave me the pass to Miami because they, they do it like this really exaggerated way where like, you got the pass, you know, reality TV shows. I ended up losing the weight, went to Miami, but I still felt very out of place, very insecure. I felt like I just didn't fit in, like I wasn't worthy enough of being there because I didn't look the part. And comparisons started creeping in. I started really comparing myself to other women there, women who had a lot of experience in TV, who had been models, had been on magazines, you know, in, in Latin America and in, in the Hispanic TV networks and stuff like that. So it was very hard for me, a 19-year-old, that first time ever leaving her house, 
um, had been told, you know, well, you're, you're good enough, but you're not that good to be here. So I remember just feeling very small. And like, while I was in the competition, the girls would even kind of make comments about, you know, I, obviously I was already signaled as like the thicker girl. So I remember one of them saying, no va a ganar un mujeron. And pretty much just said, they're not gonna pick a mujeron. And mujeron, the word mujeron means like big, thick girl. Like if you see a, a curvy girl, they call her a mujeron, right? I knew she was talking about me. So it really hurt me. And, and that word mujeron really stuck to me. And I just, it, it was a word that haunted me for a very long time. So I remember the day that we were packing our bags, you either went and continued in the competition or you went home at that point. And I remember packing my bags and saying, I just want to go home. I just don't feel like this is for me. I just didn't feel worthy enough. So after I left the competition, I fell into depression and just was really lost at some point. It was hard for me to kind of come out of that. I gained way more weight after that. And um, it was a journey, you know, it was a, it was a really, really strong journey for me to find myself. And I knew what would work, which was going to school, knocking on doors. I graduated from ASU. And then um, I got a job at a TV station in Phoenix, where I was a TV host and did a lot of things. It was a very small station. So I was able to kind of learn the different departments. And I just remember even then feeling like the little judgment, right? And, and going into these extreme diets because I really wanted to fit in and, and really wanted to be network material. Seven years later, this competition comes back and this time they come back with it doesn't matter how you look it doesn't matter how old you are anybody and everybody can come audition we're really concentrating on like the communication aspect and like if you're good on on camera and this and that and I felt that it was time for me to this was it you know they they weren't going to judge me on how I looked anymore it was all about talent and and uh how much you wanted this so I knew it was my time to go back so I ended up going back but this time I decided to wear a shirt that said mujeron because I just really wanted to take that word that at some point made me feel like I wasn't worthy enough of being there but let them know like hey I am a mujeron and I could win because I'm back you know what I mean I'm back and I, I made it to the top 30 again, and it was such an incredible experience this time around because even though I had already had a little bit of experience on production and I knew what would work ratings, what, whoever was going to stay, it's like people that probably were going to bring the most ratings, but I think that was the closure that I needed in order for me to be able to move forward and accept myself the way I am and understand that at the end of the day, my body, the way I look doesn't define me. It's how hard I've worked, how much I prepared myself um, and my talent and just me as a person, that's what really is important. So I didn't make it to, the, to win that competition, but I got something so much more out of it. I came back home and I knew that I had to do more than just a shirt with the word mujeron. 
And now the way that I was defining Mujeron is Mujeron is a strong woman. It's, it's a woman that, you know, takes control of her lives, her thoughts, her money, like just completely really goes forward without fear. And that doesn't look perfect. It's going to be a very rocky road. It has been for many of us. But the important thing is that you keep going and you don't give up. So I came back home and I started having these meetups where I invited someone to share their story and we would just listen to them because I knew that for me, it was my weight, my self-image, but for someone else, it could be you know, something else, they could have told him that, hey, you can't become, you know, this, this big dream that you have because you have an accent or you come from a, a rocky family or uh, a background and you might not have the money or the, the image or something, you know, and I knew that other people have had gone through the same thing. So I really wanted to hear their story. And it was just amazing how we would come together, listen to these stories, and the connections, the, the energy that was there, it was so needed in our community. So that's how we started. Wow, just, just so much, right? Um, I think that your experience is, it happens to so many people and it's very tricky to navigate because everyone says, well, that's just what the industry is. That's the reality is we only want skinny people. We only want this and that. But I love that you were like, nah, let's take it back. <laughs> let's, let's take the word back and let's move forward. When you have these conversations, how did you reach out and start finding different women to talk to? Yeah, so at first I started with women that I knew, right? Women that had helped me in my career, uh, women that had offered to dress me when I was on the TV show, women that had offered to do my makeup. And I really wanted to reach out to them because I knew that they were on their journey, right, of, of being able to accomplish the goals that they had. And I gathered them up. I kind of did like a photo shoot to honor them and so that I can highlight, highlight them on our platform and tell their story. And then for the events, the same thing, like women that I had been following and that I just were, was so amazed and so inspired by their perseverance because it didn't matter how many doors had closed, like they kept going. So I, I reached out to them and I feel that everybody really was looking for a community and really wanted that connection. So luckily they all said yes. And it really turned out to a great meetup and a great event, a great way for women to connect. And the way that we actually brought it to Milwaukee was really interesting. Aurora, who is one of the, the girls that, that is here, Alma and Aurora are here in, in Milwaukee. Aurora is actually from Arizona. So she came across our account on Instagram and she reached out and she's like, hey, would you ever be willing to bring Mujeron to Milwaukee? And I was like, yeah, for sure, that would be cool. You know, at that point, I just wanted to connect with as much women as possible. So I've had a couple of people email me like that before, but they kind of just fell off, you know what I mean? And Aurora, she was like so committed to bringing this community. So they ended up doing their first event and it went great. 
they did another event. It went great. So the third time I was like, okay, I want to go meet these girls. And I came out here to Milwaukee and about three to four months later, my husband actually got a promotion here. So we had to move out here, which is crazy <laughs> how that worked out. But it, it's been amazing to meet the women here in Milwaukee because there's so many amazing women doing great things. And it's just been really beautiful to see how this community and these connections are so needed everywhere. What are some of the conversations happening in Milwaukee? I would say that a lot of the women that are attracted to our events are either starting a side hustle, they already have one, or they have a big idea that they kind of want to put out there. Uh, but we also have women that, you know, are in a corporate America that just want to get gain skills so that they can improve some of the things. So after our meetups, we started doing workshops as well. Like, hey, what are you guys what are some of the things that you guys would like to learn? What are some of the skills, right? And we started doing like money management events and time management events. We've had um, partnered up with life coaches to help us improve our habits. Uh, we've had wellness coaches come in and also teach us about how to improve our eating habits and all of that. So it's been a little bit of everything here in Milwaukee. We had a vision board last year. We also did like a, a Valentine's Day, like a Galentine's. And we got together, wrote letters to each other. And it's just, it's just a way to come together, uplift one another, learn new skills, and to keep going forward. Because I think sometimes we get so focused on like the day-to-day -day mundane stuff that it's so important that to take a moment for yourself and really appreciate the work you're doing, celebrate yourself because we're so used to nitpicking on the negative things of our days. And we didn't do this. And man, today I didn't, you know, go out for a walk or a run. And, and sometimes you're not going to feel like a mujeron. There's going to be days that you're really not going to be at your best. Take take that break, take your time to regain that energy and just move forward. That's what we like to preach here. It's like, don't give up. That's the only thing, like you can take a break, you can cry it out, you can sleep in all day if you need it. Just come back stronger. Mm, I love that, I love that. Thanks for listening with us on Sonia's Story. Check out our website for more links to the Mujeran movement and to learn more. I'm Olivia Richardson for 88.9.